You're listening to Special Programming, sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of Veterans Affairs Plus does not reflect the views or opinions of Public Radio KUNV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Making Moves, um, sponsored Veterans Affairs Plus show on 91.5 Jazz and More. We have a couple of guests that we'll have on shortly. Our in-studio guest is Mr. Carl uh, Bartlett with the Veterans of Vietnam Veterans of America. So we'll get with him shortly. But first of all, I'd like to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, certainly to my wife, my daughters, and all the mothers, and even fathers who acted as mothers uh, raising children out there. So definitely want to say Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Ms. Sue Phelps of Veterans Reporters News is hosting a personal planning and survivor's spouse symposium to occur Monday, May 16th, 2022 at Clark County Library at 1401 East Flamingo calls 702-496-5134 for more information. The Firefighters Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute is scheduled for June 6th through 10 at Dillon University in New Orleans. You can register online. We'd like to thank our audience who participated, and I heard our my producer engineer, Mr. Kevin Crawl, out there raising that money, so we want to thank everyone for assisting with that. Mr. Frank Hawkins encourages folks to apply for the consumption lounge. Consumption lounges that will be uh, given out through a lottery system. So please uh, take heed of that and watch out for that information. Condolences. We certainly want to send heartfelt sympathy to Sandy and Lionel Charles on the loss of her mom, Gretchen, and also lost a longtime community member, Mr. Herbert Hampton. To his family, we say condolences. And then finally, on condolences to the families and soldiers of, and civilians who have lost their lives or been injured in these various conflicts around our world. Again, this is Fetcher's Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Now for our first guest, Mr. Carl Bartlett, president of Vietnam Veterans of America. Carl, what branch did you serve in, and how long did you serve in the military? I was in the military for two years. I got drafted, and I was in Vietnam from 67 to 68 with the 1st Infantry Division. Okay, 1st Infantry. Yeah. You was out there doing the real fighting. Doing the walking, man. <laughs> right. Understood. Please tell us a, a bit about uh, your organization, how long it's been in existence, well, we've and been what's in- its main purpose. Uh, we've been in existence, since, I think, eight, since 1985 mm-hmm. or before. We're Chapter 17, uh, and uh, we uh, there we own. Right. Yeah. And so that gives us a lot of flexibility on what we do mm-hmm. to um, helping veterans. We, uh, first of all, we have veteran groups using our facility. 
mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. It started uh, about a year ago. We had nobody using it. Now I got about uh, five or six organizations in there using it and helping Vet- veterans. Veterans yeah. type yeah. organizations yeah. are ones. That well, we have. Uh, I do a little bit. I have um, a uh, NA. That's North Carolina Anonymous. We mm-hmm. we have that in there. We have uh, uh, Korean War vets. We have uh, Civil Air Patrol. We have uh, the submariners, mm-hmm. and uh, it's quite busy around there. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's the way I, I always wanted it, and it's that way right now. Sure, and what's the address? In- it's 6424 Cheyenne, West Cheyenne uh, Drive, and it's between Torrey Pine and Rainbow. So how, how long have you actually been in that building? Uh, oh well, they they bought it. And I think it was way before me. I've been there since before two, 2016. Okay, and it was way like I said. Uh, I don't know exactly when they bought. Uh, so you are, you are the president. Yeah, I uh, just started my second term. So what's your role as president for this organization? Uh, is maintaining uh, like we have uh, quite a few things that we do, and one is we have a store. Uh, we have Ben's out there, and we have a store called Charleston Outlet. And what they do is whatever we make, they fund our chapter to run our chapter. Mm. So they give us so much during the year to run our chapter. So you have various functions throughout the year. Give us an, an example. Or well, we, we, had, <clears throat> we had our um, Veterans Fair, mm. and that's a second annual one. It was uh, good. Uh, and then we had— uh, we have uh, coming up in uh, between January, uh, June twenty eighth and July fourth. We have a we have a, a fireworks booth we put up. Okay, we sell fireworks. So the first one that you mentioned, what is the purpose and what do you do, what is done there at that one that you just the, the first one that you oh, mentioned? Oh, I mean the Veterans Fair. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's information for different types of needs for the veterans. Oh, excellent. We try to get if you need help with your claims, if you need help with your uh, any, anything dealing with veterans, we try to get people there to help. Them. So, is that an annual function or more? Yeah, it's our second one. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna keep on doing it at at, at least once a year. Yeah, at least okay. once a year. Now, again, you mentioned fireworks. Yeah, um, we've been doing. I, well, I've been doing fireworks since uh, about five years, mm-hmm. and what we do is, um, we're very fortunate. The, the, the fest before us, they built our uh, fireworks booth. Uh-huh. It a, it's a nice one. So we put that up every year, and we don't have to pay for uh, land or mm-hmm. the use of the fireworks. All we do is pay for the – Right. Uh, so we make a profit on that. And as a as a retired firefighter, uh, Carl, you know I'm interested to ensure that you're using what is called safe and sane oh, fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go through TNT and <laughs> – we go through the fire inspections and everything else, and they're oh, strict about it. Great. That's, that's that's good to know. And, again, those funds that you make doing the fireworks, you actually give out through various programs yeah, for, we, for Vietnam Air Veterans. Yeah, I, I just uh, – we, we go to ROTC, the high schools, uh-huh. and I just did my first high school last week. Great. And, uh, you know, we give a, a award through the Vietnam Vets of America mm-hmm. to these kids. So, is there a fee for membership, or how how does that work? It's all all I need if you're if you're interested in joining. I need uh, 
you fill out an application mm-hmm. and and it, give me a you bring a DD two fourteen and it's fifty dollar lifetime. So is it is it for only for Vietnam veterans or Vietnam era veterans? Yes, or for both. Both Vietnam and Vietnam era. Okay, because I'm era. I was seventy one to seventy three. Yeah, you you could join. Okay. So I expect you to come and join. I shall. I shall. <laughs> Carl, we are so pleased that you were able to come on this morning because I think it's one of the prime responsibilities that we have with this show that I kind of put together after following the lead of American Legion Post 10 is to get word out to veterans things and possibilities and organizations that can assist them as they have need. So uh, any closing remarks from you, sir? Yeah, I think any any vet that, that qualifies to come over to our chapter, we have a, our meetings of the second Saturday of each month at 9 in the morning. Try it. Come and try us out and see if you like it. We have a bunch of great people, and things are going well at the chapter. And we, if uh, we can help you in any way, just come on to that meeting, and we'll see what we can do for okay. you. Okay. Give the address and a contact number again, please. Yeah, it's uh, 6424 Cheyenne Boulevard at um, in the between uh, Rainbow and Toy Pine. And my number is 702 702- 401-8038. You can get a hold of me. Great. That's the president of Vietnam Veterans of America, Mr. Carl Barley. We thank you for your time, sir. Thanks for inviting me. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I am Dave Washington, your host. Our next guest is Dr. Granville Brown. Hey, Doc, tell our listening audience about... Uh, which branch, and what time frame did you serve? Well, I served in the United States Air Force. Mm. I was assigned to the 1961st uh, Communication Group in the Philippine Islands. Uh, I only served a year. I was uh, relieved of duty for with an honorable discharge because of a hardship. Mm. Okay. So what, what was your, you was in communications group, you said? Yes, I was a communication expert. So let me ask you this. When did you start your pursuit of education degrees uh, while in, or, or did you wait till after you had uh, got your honorable discharge? Well, it was interesting. I, I didn't start my pursuit of higher ed until after uh, I was uh, discharged from my military service. Mm. Uh, it was very interesting. Uh, in high school, as a senior, we had to write a a, a paper on what we wanted to do after we graduated from high school. Mm. Well, myself being thinking I'm going to be an expiring athlete, <laughs> I just went to the library, grabbed a book, right. and the book talked about tool and die making. So after I got out of the service, my ex-high school varsity coach uh, called me up and asked me, was I interested in applying for an apprenticeship program at General Motors? Mm. And so I went into General Motors, took the test, and I did not work in the plant. I was outside, mm-hmm. but I scored the highest score. Wow. So thus, I was able to serve a two-and-die apprenticeship mm-hmm. at General Motors. Okay. After the completion of that two-and-die apprenticeship, another ex-instructor asked me what I was doing and said I needed to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So. I had already enrolled in Western Michigan University. He said, no, you need to go up to Fair State University. Mm. So I went to Fair State University, uh, obtained a bachelor's degree in technical education, uh, and then I went to Western Michigan and got a master's degree in education 
And I went to Michigan State University and did all my coursework mm-hmm. and everything but my dissertation for a Ph.D. at Michigan State and went to Jacksonville University and obtained my educational doctorate in educational leadership from Jacksonville College. So did you, sounds like you got two Ph.D.s? No, I did not do my dissertation. Oh, okay. At Michigan State. Okay. I did all my coursework. I needed to do a dissertation, and that, mm-hmm. I just went to Jacksonville and finished up. It right. was the easiest route for me. So in your experience, what can we do from your personal opinion to get boys more engaged in, in education? Because it seems like they're sometimes aloof and they think about as even you did, I did. I'm gonna be an athlete. Here I am at five eight. I ain't, I ain't got no serious hops either. So, you know, wasn't gonna to be too much of basketball going on in my life that I thought it would. Well, I think the key thing is letting them see models of black males in different fields and seeing the success they have, and then putting together the work and desire. Uh, that is needed in order to get to that area. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is going to be a professional football player, a professional basketball player. Right. Not everybody is going to be a professional writer or a professional singer. Mm-hmm. So what I used to tell students when I was in my educational endeavor was to, what do you like to do? You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you like to take pictures. Or if you like to take pictures, make a make it a career and learn how to take pictures. Uh, mentor with someone who actually does that for a living and see the successes that you can have. I was director of occupational education at Grand Rapids Community Colleges for 10 years. Mm. And my job was to guide those individuals who were interested in vocational, Mm. hands-on occupational jobs that should show them a very successful path of lifelong living experiences, and you can make a lot of money. Right. A lot of money. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. Now, one thing I do know is that you are very passionate, as I am, about the game of golf. When did you develop your passion? And and then also I want to ask you about your responsibility and, and, and tell us a little bit about our audience with regards to any major goals that you may have with the WSGA, the Western uh, States Golf Association. Golf. Well, you know, as a young male growing up, everybody in my area, my school, was interested in track football and basketball. And, of course, so was I. So those are the sports I played in high school. Uh, But after getting out and getting into my educational career, Mm -hmm. 30 years I actually coached uh, basketball in high school and community college. Mm. And being very competitive, you always wanted to do something that measured your skill against some someone else. My wife uh, actually really got me involved in golf. I used to go to golf outings, play mm-hmm. nine holes. Right. Didn't really care what I did, how I shot. <laughs> and then I, I found out it's a very competitive uh, sport. Absolutely. It requires a lot of skill and development. Mm-hmm. So I actually started golfing, I'm going to say, 25, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. but didn't really take it serious to about 15 years ago. Right. And with all my friends at the age that we are now, it's a lifelong sport that you can really do as long as you can walk. 
Mm-hmm. You, you can golf. You, know, mm-hmm. you might ache and hurt a little bit, right. but you can golf. <laughs> like I'm sitting here aching right now from yesterday's yeah. golf. <laughs> Kevin's sitting there well, laughing at me. He said, he said, you're old, Dave Washington. <laughs> well, it was interesting. Actually, the NFL uh, draft was just here in Las Vegas, right. and I didn't think I could, but I actually played five straight days of 18 holes of golf. So... I think my body might be in a little bit better shape than I thought it was. Well, that's excellent. So what is a major goal of the WSGA? Well, Western States Golf Association has been around since 1954. Mm -hmm. It was an organization started uh, by a group of people from seven states Mm -hmm. and actually to uh, promote and progress golf in the minority communities. Okay. Uh, we have three main missions that we really support. Uh, one is scholarships. We give away uh, scholarships. We have five areas, and so we give out five area scholarships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have what is called our WIGS program, our Women in Golf program. So we actually promote and recruit women to our golf club, provide instructions mm-hmm. and whatever's needed to promote them into the field of golf. Okay. Out of our 26 clubs, six are all female golf mm. clubs. Okay. okay? Uh, we also promote junior golf. Our junior golf program has been around for 30 years. So uh, ju- junior golf is the third program? Yes, the okay. third. One is women in golf, mm-hmm. the other is scholarship, mm-hmm. and the other, last one is junior golf. Our junior golf champion, both girl and boy, qualifies for the junior PGA championship. Wow. And the you the unique thing about our program is that as in any sports, because you're an athlete in that sport doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna play that sport. Right. But we have individuals who've gone through our junior golf program who are college coaches, high school coaches, mm-hmm. uh teaching professionals, uh uh very successful in everyday life because of those skills and developmental processes that they learn in the junior golf program. Right. So we are very, very proud of what we've done in that endeavor. Absolutely. In fact, I know Jean Jackson's daughter is a is a teaching pro, and I know she came through the program, if I remember correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you in closing thoughts, but before that, how about your grandson? Undrafted, but he's, he's just got a contract, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. My grandson uh, uh, is uh, uh, was a high school football player. Well, he really played football, basketball, and track. Mm-hmm. Made all state in track. Mm-hmm. Uh, his football team, I mean, his basketball team went to the quarterfinals, and his football team won the state championship against Detroit Country Day. Mm-hmm. He scored the winning touchdown, forty six mm-hmm. yard reception. Uh, from there, he went to Miami of Ohio. Okay. Actually played five years because of the COVID. Right. I think his junior year uh, tied for leading the nation in pick sixes. He also had three interceptions that same year. Mm. Uh, signed a free agent contract um, this past weekend with the Minnesota Vikings. Congrats! So congrats! Now, <laughs> yeah. So Congr- now the will works. Will work <laughs> starts. Right. Got to make that fifty-three team right. uh, roster. Right. So hopefully we'll be able to see uh, Michael C. Brown Jr. soon with the Minnesota Viking uniform on. Great. Now you did mention your wife. Your wife is, and how many children uh, well, you guys? How many children you guys got? 
Five. Five. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. We uh, uh, we have five kids, uh, and uh, four of them live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. One live in Texas. All of them, I, I guess, at this age, that they're, they're taking care of themselves. Right. My daughter just completed her master's degree in data analytics uh, mm. at LSU, and she's a, a data analytic manager with the IHT Corporation. So. Doc, in, in 30 seconds, give us some final thoughts. And, and again, we appreciate you coming on because you're you're a veteran and you're doing wonderful things in terms of educating our youth, and those are applaudable things. Well, I always say we all need to make sure we mentor and talk to our young youth, uh, mm-hmm. show them the good ways of which they can do things that they can be very successful in. They look at us. We just have to look back at them and talk to them. Talk to them, communicate with them, and tell them, remind them, do the right thing all the time. Great. All right, Dr. Granville Brown, golfer extraordinaire, president of WSGA. We appreciate your time, my friend. See you soon. All right, good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More with Kevin Crawl as our engineer, producer, director, keeping me on track. I am Dave Washington. I'm pleased to be here with our final guest of this morning's show. We have Mr. Nathan Armagon of Good Works. It's a staffing organization. Uh, You were on a show a few months ago, Nathan. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what's been going on lately. Well, first of all, it looks like I got promoted. Last time I was Nathan Armageddon. This time I'm Mr. Nathan <laughs> Things are definitely looking up. Hey. But, uh, uh, <laughs> well, you've been on a lot of programs, Nathan. You've been on you've been on TV shows, you know, so we want to hold our groove with, with it as well, with you being on 91.5 Jazz and more. We, we, we want our part no, of the play, you know? No, it's uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be on the show. Uh, a lot has happened since uh, last time we spoke. Uh, as you mentioned, we were featured on Bloomberg and uh, CNBC. Uh, our company was, um, along with some of our partners, we, uh, we've had um, some coverage uh, on some of the um, uh, Hispanic uh, television pro, um, channels, Univision, and you know, mm-hmm. had some coverage in the Review Journal, etc. So, uh, you know, definitely the word is spreading about our platform um, from a business perspective mm. um, we've tripled our user base since we mm. last spoke so wow. a couple thousand people um, that have registered on the app uh, we're putting people to work which is most important uh, mm. people who you know unemployed unemployed you're looking for extra income and looking for it you know in a more seamless and convenient fashion and mm-hmm. you know, that's really what's most exciting for us is that um and we'd be, we're able to put money in people's pockets, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, you know that's uh, really our mission, um, and to do it in a in, in a in a responsible way that protects workers' rights. And, right. and we've added new customers. Um, you know, we've got some of the biggest players on the on the Las Vegas Strip. Um, um, you know, uh, engaged with us and, and helping to 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 put people to work. So, a lot of really exciting developments. So you mentioned areas of employment. So what are, what? give us a few of the areas that you guys actually get people. Okay. All right. Uh, so, you know, we've had just recently, I'll just uh, use the NFL draft as, uh, as an example. Okay. We've had 
um, you know, banquet vet cooks, uh, mm. dishwashers, convention porters, uh, bartender apprentices. Um, uh, I think I said dishwashers. Mm. Um, you know, we, we've, we've um, um, employed clerks. Uh, you know, we've um, employed housekeepers, uh, and you know, in the list of of job classifications is growing as um, employers um, uh, in in the city begin to see the 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 power and the value that this uh, platform can offer to them as well. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're constantly adding new job classifications. That was just a, a few of the of the roles that that we've been actively filling. Excellent. So Nathan, as far as somebody wanting to apply, what's the process? What what, what do they do? And that's the beauty of our platform, right? Unlike going through the traditional channels where you have to go in and, um, you know, fill in, you know, long forms, whether that be paper forms or, or online forms or mm-hmm. you know, being herded like, like cattle in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a ballroom for a job fair or, you know, relying on peer referrals, et cetera. You know, which these processes are very laborious. There's a lot of friction a lot of times. You know, people just abort the process. Our process is is much simpler. Uh, you can go to as an employer, as someone seeking work, you can go to either the Google Play Store or the mm. um, iPhone App Store and download our app, which is called Good Works. Let Good Work Find You again. G double O D W R X. Wow. Let Good Work Find You. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very simple process to download the app, and then if you have all of your documents, health cards, alcohol cards. Um, you know, social security cards, mm-hmm. you know, your driver's license, and whatever other required um, licenses, is re- you know, for your particular job preference. It mm-hmm. takes, I've seen people finish up the the, the onboarding process in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. If you compare our process to, you know, the, some of the existing processes that people have to go through, it's a lot more uh, seamless, it's a lot more user-friendly. Great. Well, I'd say this... Uh to our listening audience, particularly those veterans out there, we certainly, this the primary responsibility of this show is to try to engage and get things done that will assist veterans. So for those of you who are looking for some additional employment, this is a great opportunity. So this is a, a tremendous program that you guys have put together. Let me ask you this, Nathan. I don't know if you're at liberty to share, but it would be interesting, I believe, for folks to know that I know part of your staff was in Russia. Part of your staff was yep. in Ukraine. Could you? Is yep. can you? Do you have the liberty to say a few words yeah, about sure. that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, the, obviously, the crisis in uh, the war in Ukraine really is uh, uh, definitely um, you know unfortunate in many ways, and you know, our team have been impacted personally. Uh-huh. Um, you know, for the Ukrainians, you know, we thankfully um, all of them are, are you know in physically in, in, in good health. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them have had to relocate to the, uh, the other parts of the country, primarily the west of Ukraine. Right. Um, many, some have been lucky enough to actually uh, leave the country mm-hmm. um, and, and find, uh, you know, uh, refuge in, in, in Europe, mm-hmm. in, in Germany, in France, uh, in Turkey, etc. Right. Um, and others, um, you know, others have actually decided to, um, you know, to join the fight. So mm-hmm. others have. Join the resistance, either from a logistics perspective, mm-hmm. others have taken up arms. And I'm telling you, uh, you know, one thing I realized about uh, the Ukrainian people—they are a very resilient 
and I've met you know met many of them over and worked with many of them over the course of, of setting up this business. They are very resilient, very proud, right. um, you know, people that are, that have a tremendous amount of courage, and uh, you know, uh, and very principled. And uh, I'm telling you, these guys, you know, even in the midst of all of of this. These challenges and 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 and, and you know uh, and the war that's happening, mm-hmm. they still you know find ways to deliver great work and, and and just just you know just keep moving on. I guess just keep keep on keeping on and and, and just I think it's a credit to to uh, you know to to them and, and I think just the nature of the mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, our Russian staff, you know, these are again not to be confused with any of the political decision makers in the country that right. decided to invade Ukraine, but you know, these are very well-meaning individuals, want to do the right thing, certainly had a, have a great amount of empathy for the other team members mm-hmm. across the border. Sure. Uh, we've had some challenges, obviously, you know, from, uh, you know, just, you know, like in terms of payment, etc. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been sort of the biggest challenge. But um, nonetheless, you know, everyone is, is, is um, you know, alive and, and, and trying to be as well as, 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 as possible given the circumstances. Well, that's great news, Nathan. We will certainly have you back on the show in a few months and just continue to get updates. So we want to thank you for this opportunity for you to get the word out even more about your organization to our listening audience. And we thank you. We thank Mr. Bartlett and Dr. Granville Brown and Nathan Armagon, Mr. Nathan Armagon of Good books. <laughs> As we close out uh, Veterans Affairs Plus, we want to certainly encourage those vets who need help to contact our service officer, Tony Marshall, at 301-537-9465. Thank you all. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, Nathan.